Welcome to Boxed Wine, a true crime mockumentary memoir series. That's right, a made-up genre. <laughs> You're welcome. Every episode is a different crime committed against Christy Williams, the most unsuccessful, successful small business owner in North Canton, Ohio. She's kind of a big deal, mostly to middle-aged white women, which is just fine with her because who rules the world? Probably rich white men we've never heard of. These stories will be narrated by me, Christy Williams, in the third person, because who doesn't enjoy that? This is the most recent crime against our favorite home baker. It happened only about a month ago. We could find out the actual date and time, but that's just not our style. Christy was dancing slash baking while blasting Whitney Houston. Our hero has somewhat of an addictive personality and will put the same song on repeat, sometimes up to hours at a time. Then she may grow tired of it, divert to another song or artist, and then find herself back on that same repeat offender 10 minutes later. Higher Love was the song on this particular day, and Christy sounded exactly like Whitney. She had just finished the perfect chocolate chip cookie dough when she received a text. It was from a customer who had an order to pick up. She had sent an intern to grab them, and the intern's car had broken down next to Christy's house. Christy, being the helper she is, asked if the intern needed help. The customer called. Hey Christy, she's at the laundromat by your place. Christy went out to her pickup porch and looked out the windows. Does she uh, have an orange car? Yes. Oh, okay, I see her. Does she have jumper cables? I know nothing about cars, but she's welcome to use my battery. I'm sure we could figure it out on YouTube or something. Yeah, she found some in her trunk. That would be great. I'm so sorry. Don't apologize. I hate cars, and car trouble is the worst. I'll head over now. Christy turned off her oven, took off her apron, and put on her messy hoodie. A messy hoodie, by definition, is generally ill-fitting, gross, and one you wear when you're hoping not to run into people you know, and possibly people in general. In Christy's case, it was also covered in flour, as were her pants and her high-top converse. Occupational hazard. She jumped into her 2011 Volkswagen Jetta and drove over to the plaza 30 feet away. She pulled up to the orange car and waved at the young woman inside. They mutually rolled down their windows. Hey! Hi! Oh, I am so glad you're a woman. I get that a lot. So, your battery is dead? Yeah, I think so. My steering wheel locked up and I was able to drift in here before my battery died. Well, did your boss tell you that I know absolutely nothing about cars? Yeah, I don't know either. Cool, cool, cool. Um, well, this should go well. Thank goodness for YouTube. I'll pull my car around and get our engines closer. Christy zipped her Jetta around the mostly empty parking lot, save for a tan pickup truck parked two rows back from the orange car. Inside the truck sat a man, a handicapped sign dangling from the rearview mirror. He smiled and nodded. Christy smiled back and pulled as close as she could to the broken down vehicle. They popped their hoods and the girl produced the jumper cables. Christy pulled out her phone and began searching YouTube. The tan truck slowly crept forward and the passenger side window went down. The middle-aged man with long hair leaned toward the window. You ladies need help? Um, sure. We're just trying to jump this car. Neither of us know what we're doing. Christy put away her cell phone, 
and removed the cover on the girl's battery. The man got out of the truck. He was short, heavy set, and used a cane. Mm, I can definitely help with this. It's nice to be useful. He began attaching the clips to the batteries. Christy watched appreciatively. This was easy, especially when someone else was doing it. Okay, go ahead and start your car. She hopped in her Jetta and started it up and then popped back out. Do you think one of these places will let me use their restroom? Oh, for sure. Okay, I'll be right back. Christy and the man smiled at one another. It's a beautiful day. It sure is, finally. I think my lawn crew just showed up to mow. These dandelions are out of control. You can see your house from here. Oh yeah, it's just three houses down. See see the guys mowing that lawn? Yeah, that's me. Christy isn't always the most discerning when it comes to people. She pretty much trusts everyone until they give her a reason not to. Yeah, I have a home bakery, so I work from home, obviously. I'm there all the time. No pets, though, because, you know, baking license. And single because, well, that one perplexes me because I'm pretty dope. Wait, what was your question? The intern returned from the bathroom. Go ahead. Try starting her up. The girl got in her car and turned the key. The engine turned over, and they all cheered. Thank you for helping. You saved the day. Like I said... It's nice to feel useful. Can't do everything I used to be able to do. It's nice to be able to help. Christy felt compassion and empathy towards this kind man. It's not every day I get to help two beautiful women. Christy found this kind of sweet. I'm gonna have to go home and take a cold shower. Christy and the girl looked at one another. The guy looked at both of them a moment. It was a creepy, lingering look. Then he limped back to his truck. Once he was in, the intern turned her back to him and mouthed to Christy, I have to tell you something. Christy nodded imperceptibly. When he drove away, Christy watched his truck go past her house and saw his truck slow and his silhouette turn towards her house. Shit. So I'm so glad you were here and we're so close. His truck followed me into this plaza. What? Yeah, he was behind me on the road and turned into the plaza after me. Then when I went to look for the jumper cables in my trunk, he was recording me on his phone. Wait, what? Yes. Ew, what the hell? They shuddered in unison. Did he even go into the restaurant or laundromat? Actually, no. I didn't even think about that. That is so creepy. Ew! Well, I'm definitely getting murdered tonight. This was not the crime. Christy pointed out her house to the girl and went ahead of her. Christy popped back into her house, turned on the ovens, and began portioning out that perfect dough. Christy watched for the girl's car, but after ten minutes, when Christy didn't see her, she ventured to her pickup porch. The girl was standing in the enclosed porch and was on the phone, crying. Christy spotted her car in her neighbor's turnaround driveway. What happened? It started freezing up, like I couldn't turn the wheel when it died. This is the worst day of my life, she said through tears. Christy attempted to lighten the mood. Just think about 
What a funny story this will be to tell your friends, though. You know, that time your car crapped out and you were assisted by a serial killer. I mean, that kid's going to be on the news for sure, right? She sobbed louder. <laughs> Should we try and jump it again? I mean, we saw that creepy dude do it. I, I think we'll be good. Yeah, if you don't mind. I'm so sorry. It's not your fault. Christy went back to her garage and pulled her car around nose to nose with the infamous orange car and popped her hood. I'm going to let my neighbor know what we're doing. I've never officially met them, but I'm sure they'll totally understand. Hello? Hi, I'm Christy. I'm your neighbor. We haven't officially met yet. Oh, yes. Thank you for putting the package on our porch. I meant to thank you sooner. Christy had accidentally opened a leaking Amazon package that had essential oil in it. The name on the package was K-R-I-S-T-Y and no last name, so our favorite person naturally assumed it was from a fan or one of her many stalkers. That was until she noticed the address was next door. She quickly screwed the lid tight, closed the box, and wrote an apology letter on the front and back of a post-it note. She then stealthily left it on their porch after falling in the snow in their yard. Yeah, sorry for the long explanation on the post-it. Yeah, I've never seen paragraphs on a post-it before. I have a gift. Anyway, I was just giving you a heads up. My friend's car died before she could pull into my driveway, and I need to jump it, but we'll get her out of the way in no time. It's no problem at all. Thank you so much. Christy turned and gave the intern the Fonzie A thumbs up. She didn't get the reference. Christy pulled the sleeves up on her hoodie and the girl had the jumper cables in a very casual way. You know they aren't supposed to touch, right? Oh, no, I didn't know that. Christy took a subtle step back. Okay, um, how about you connect yours first? The intern put them exactly where Christy recalled the man putting them. Then it was Christy's turn. She did the same. Okay, I'm gonna start my car. Christy started her car and let the motor run for about 10 minutes. Okay, go ahead and try it. The intern tried starting her car and nothing happened. I think I put them on the wrong spot. I'm gonna move this one. The intern took hold of the clip, detached it, and reattached it. A spark exploded from the teeth of the jumper cable. The intern screamed and jumped back. Ah! Oh my gosh, are, are you okay? Yeah. Did it shock you? No, it just scared me. Okay, yikes. Car stuff is scary. The intern nodded and they watched the cables in silence a moment. Um, is, is that smoke? The intern screamed and ran back towards Christie's garage. There were faint trickles of smoke coming from the cables. Christy jumped in her car and turned off her engine, then stepped back from the cars. The smoke continued. The neighbor had clearly been watching and poked her head out of the door. Hey, is everything okay? The intern sobbed hysterically in the background. Christy, being calm, cool, and collected, I know, she surprised herself, assessed the situation and then shouted, um, do you have any potholders? I think I'm going to try to remove them, but I don't want to get burned. Yeah, yeah, I'll go grab them. The neighbor ran into the house. By the time she returned, which wasn't long, 
There was smoke billowing from both cars, and there was a rubber smell. Christy looked at the potholders in her hand, the amount of smoke, and envisioned the moment she was removing the cables, and there was a giant explosion that melted her face. Her face was her moneymaker, and she'd most definitely be single for life if she had a melted face. She envisioned something like the face of Dustin Hoffman as Mumbles and Dick Tracy. She dropped the potholders and ran into her house, springing back into action. Our hero grabbed a broom, not her good one, and ran over to the cars. In the background, the intern sobbed and the neighbor was now shouting into the phone. Yeah, 911? Hurry, you need to send out a fire truck. Send out an ambulance. Send everyone. There are two cars in my driveway right now that are about to explode. I'm serious, there's all kinds of smoke. There's, I don't know what's going to happen, but you need to get out of here right away. In the meantime, our hero, Christy, held the broom part and used the handle and began whacking the shit out of the jumper cables as if they were snakes on a plane. The rubber had been melting, so she had to smack and drag. Once off her car priority, obviously, she turned her attention to the other car and smacked them off of there as well. The smoke stopped, the damage was done, and the police and fire arrived in record time. The intern stood back, still crying, on the phone with her boyfriend. The neighbor had stopped screaming, and Christy greeted her friend Scott, who showed up on behalf of her friends at the North Canton Police Department. The fire department assessed the situation, but Christy already had the answer for them. <laughs> hey guys, thanks for coming by, you know, just two beautiful women trying to jumpstart a car. The guys from the fire department didn't smile. Scott from the North Canton Police Department did. Christy assessed the damage to the intern's vehicle. There really wasn't any. Then she looked at her Jetta. The wires had melted into different places around her engine, as well as all over the front of the bumper of her car. This is why she could never have nice things. The police and fire left, the intern's boyfriend arrived, and then eventually her parents. Christy put her damaged Jetta into her garage and went back to baking. This is still not the crime. I know, I know. Christy's nephew arrived after all the chaos dissipated. Her nephew, Christian, named after her, he really wasn't, but she told everyone he was, was now 21, the same age as his aunt. He was always willing to help her unless it was gardening, and then it was a hard no. He had come over to wrap cookies with Christy. His payment? Cookies and candy. Duh. All right, what do I owe you for payment? Well, I ate six cookies, but do you have any candy? Any of those Mike and Ikes? Yeah, they're in the center armrest of the couch. Aunt Christy, I can't find them. What armrest? Christy went out into the family room and walked to the couch. They're, they're right in here. Christy swung up the armrest to reveal a secret storage space. There were six boxes of Mike and Ike Mega Mix and a purple glowing wand that happened to be Christy's vibrator. The glow illuminated both their faces. Christian said nothing. Christy quickly grabbed all six boxes and threw them at her nephew which she would inevitably regret later that night when she wanted Mike and Ike's. Christy hurried Christian to the door. He still remained quiet. Christy attempted to make small talk. So, uh, <laughs> uh, school's still good? Yeah. 
Christy was sure he hadn't seen her vibrator. And uh, you're doing you're doing summer school. <laughs> uh huh. He definitely didn't. All right. Well, thanks for all your help. Yeah, no problem. He totally saw it. It was the equivalent of Mace Windu's lightsaber being turned on in a shoebox. This was the crime. Her nephew never mentioned it, and neither did she. But she also couldn't stop giggling as he tried to leave as quickly as possible. And all of this was in just one day. So who was to blame for Christie's nephew possibly seeing her vibrator in all its glory? Her nephew for asking for candy? Nope, that is the currency they have agreed upon, and she had few storage spots for it that just happened to be one of them. The intern for throwing her off her game and asking her to do car maintenance? Nah, Christy likes to help and has never had a really nice car in her entire life. Alas, the culprit was so, so obvious. Her brother, Eric, for giving her a couch with USB ports. Tune in next time for the case of the Denny's date. It is illuminating. Narrated by Christy Williams. Intern's boss, voiced by Melanie Ulrich. Neighbor, voiced by Jamie McChris. Intern, voiced by Amanda Anschutz. Nephew, voiced by Addison Morgan. Creepy guy, voiced by Jeff Joliet.